Welcome to episode 71 of the Search with Candor podcast, recorded on Friday the 24th of July 2020. My name is Mark Williams-Cook, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the new news filter added to Google Search Console, the weirdest things you've been told about SEO, and a little bit about Google Web Stories, what they are and how you can use them. We'll kick off with this short but hopefully helpful uh, piece of news and that is, and I'm sure you do know this if you already run a news website, but very interesting anyway for those who aren't running news websites, is that Google has added a new filter to the search type filter within Google Search Console. So up until now in Google Search Console, you've been able to filter performance data down to web, image and video. So Google's had this announcement and they've said, we've recently added new data to the performance report in Search Console. Google searches news tab data. This data shows clicks, impressions, and click-through rate for any links seen in the news tab in Google search results. To access this data in the report, click the search type web filter on the top of the report, then select news. So very straightforward, easy to do. So this will now let you filter all the clicks impressions you're getting directly from the news tab. And that's actually something very important to pay attention to, which is that it's only filtering for clicks when people have gone to the actual news tab and filtered to those types of results within Google search. So you would have seen, you know, we've got universal search results now. So when you do a, a search in Google, the default is all which will mean that depending on the intent of your search, Google will mix in different results from um, news, from images, from video, from whatever they think is most relevant. So if you go to Google and search for something like uh, prime minister or president, so something that's in the news a lot, what you'll likely see is the top results will be what are called top stories. And they're actually selected from the news tab, the, the news filter of Google. So this, um, this report filter won't show you, will not show you clicks that have happened on top stories. So top stories being news stories that appear at the top of search. So it's, um, I'm not really kind of sure how that would affect um, the analysis at the moment because you're still then splitting, you're splitting that, tracking of clicks over to different sets of results because you need to have a news feed to appear in those top stories but Google's not going to count those clicks under news. Um, I'm sure there's a way to reconcile that and I guess it does make sense if you're still trying to split the difference between people clicking on what you would class as kind of search results versus going into the news tab but very important to know and it looks like this data has started to populate from June the 30th. So if you have got a news feed, you can check that out now in Google Search Console.
Before I recorded this podcast, I saw a really cool thread on Twitter by Helen Pollitt, who is the MD at Arrows Up UK. And she posted, what's the weirdest thing a client or colleague has told you, in quotes, helps with SEO. And there's some really uh, nice suggestions in this thread. So I thought it would be uh, fun for us to pick through uh, some of these uh, some of these uh, answers people have given. So I'm just going to go through um, my favourites here. So uh, Natalie Mott has said that linking out helps SEO directly. So I've seen that one again quite a lot. So this is a client or colleague that suggested by linking to lots of other web pages, you're going to make that page rank higher, which of course isn't true. Um, Carolyn Linden has submitted in a Facebook group, she saw make all your target keywords on a page header twos, then go in and change the CSS for each header two keyword so it looks like paragraph text. Uh, so <laughs> that's, I guess, coming from the fact that Google on a very basic level or search engines will apply maybe some um, more or pay more attention to text that is in headers as it's probably going to be more succinctly describing the next set of text but obviously now search engines are rendering CSS and they can see how big fonts end up and how pages are laid out this you know it just doesn't make any sense from a sort of accessibility from any real point of view that's going to make sense to anyone. Uh, Raphael suggests that he has been told, a client told me that we should invest in ads because Google privileges in SEO those who expend money in ads. Well, I'm, you know, we know Google loves love people that spend money on ads, but um, there isn't that direct correlation. And that's something I've actually heard quite a lot. Um, obviously, if you do run ads and you're very visible, it does mean people are more likely to kind of discover you and therefore maybe link to you. Certainly, if you promote your content through paid channels, it might mean more people link to you. Therefore, you know, you've got a better chance of ranking. But there isn't that direct correlation of if you're spending X amount with Google, they're just going to bump up your rankings uh, because of that. Uh, someone said that not, so Chris Lee has been told that not showing a date on blog post helps. Uh, well, <laughs> not so sure on that. So there's lots of stuff around uh, date published and date updated. I've certainly seen rankings change when uh, content's been updated and people using schema to do that. But again, this is one of those things, it's really not going to help the user at all. Um, and I don't think it's going to help you in search, just admitting that information. Uh, one of my favorites here is from Steph Watley, who says, putting mobile, that is just the word mobile, in your mobile site URL will help it rank better on mobile. Um, yeah, I don't know I don't know what to say about that one. Uh, obviously, not true. Uh, Antoine says, just using Google Analytics. Um, so again, that's something I've heard, which is that there is a belief that if you just have Google Analytics on your site that your site will rank better. Uh, and we've got <laughs> we've got uh, Rich Voller who says installing Yoast Premium guarantees you can rank for anything. Once you have a green light, you will rank even without links. Uh, I really wish uh, Rich it was that simple. Uh, so I mean the you know the Yoast kind of green light system can be helpful for 
certain people doing content, but obviously this isn't directly linked up to how Google's analyzing content. So no, that's not true. Uh, Sarah Marks has said, she's been told content needs to be fresh. That's the only time Google will crawl. Don't waste time with optimizing content that is older than two months. Uh, Helen's replying to that one saying, oof, that hurts to hear. And yes, it does. So completely not true. Um, we have SEO Bastion has submitted, um, and I try to quote for written content, uh, use keyword density at least 5% and in every H2 and H3. Yeah, I'm almost at a loss to <laughs> what to say for these. So, uh, you know, keyword density, I think something we've, we've talked about on the uh, on the podcast before, I don't think there's a correct percentage for keyword density. Of course, you know, it, you probably need to mention the words that you want to rank for because it would be very hard to say write in, you know, an article about car maintenance without saying car maintenance at least once. Um, and Jason Barnard has said, someone at a, co at a co-working told me they could rank for any keyword just using Twitter. I wanted to make sure I'd heard right, so I asked any, they replied any. I asked just Twitter, they replied just Twitter. Jason doesn't give any details as to how that works, um, and I suspect it's because it doesn't work. Uh, Tony Cannings has said, a colleague back in the day, cough three years ago, cough once tried to tell me that if a site didn't have Google Analytics, then Google wouldn't crawl it. So they've raised the stakes there from um, Google Analytics helps ranking to Google won't even crawl your content without uh, having Google Analytics on. And a company, Bokane Designs, has said, we had a lawyer client who would, quote unquote, do his own SEO by running easy macros on three of his computers at his law office overnight. The macro would search Google for his brand and click his link over and over again. He was convinced if you got more search clicks, you'll rank higher. Uh, so that's really interesting um, because I have seen and read uh, various tests and studies. So I know, I think Moz has done one um, and I know a few, I've seen various kind of black hat people do them around manipulating ranking with click-through rate. And there does seem to be some kind of temporary effect um, which I guess is Google trying to account for something if intent shifts because of news. But this is normally done on really big distributed efforts of getting genuine people all over to click on these results, um, not three computers uh, in your office, probably all on the same IP, just clicking over and over. Uh, and Mark Welfare has said he was told that using schema markup and meta keywords uh, needs to be actively included in an authenticated account area of a website. Um, so again, obviously probably wouldn't worry about that because it's very unlikely that Google's going to access um, an authenticated account area of a website. Um, Dan Wilson, this is one of my favorites. Dan Wilson was told um, I should include keywords in emails for SEO. So I'm not sure what the theory is there. Maybe if they're using Gmail and mentioning the website that Google's scanning emails to try and relate keywords to URLs that are mentioned in email. I guess that's the that's the nearest I can get to with um with thinking about how that 
how that might work. Um, there's loads of answers in this thread as well about um, about paying Google ads um, for ranking. Uh, Just Jenny says she was told if people bookmark your site, you will rank higher in Google. Uh, so everyone, please bookmark my site, which was a Facebook post. Facebook is a great place to <laughs> to get these kind of uh, these kind of tips. Um, your pal Zach has said he was told that using the Chrome browser for development gives the website you're working on a boost in SEO. Um, and like me, he says he's got no idea how that would even work. Um, he can't believe this person actually convinced someone to hire him. Uh, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Uh, uh, Praveen Sharma says that he was told adding the main keyword in the field focus keyword in that's in the Yoast plugin um, that WordPress uh, you can use in WordPress um, is what. <laughs> so he's saying that that focus keyword directly tells Google which keyword that the website is trying to rank for, so it helps you try and rank. Now, obviously, the focus keyword. Um, on Yoast just gives Yoast an idea for what you're trying to target so it can analyze the content better in context. But um, Praveen was told that the focus keyword needs to be filled in because that directly um, tells Google what you're trying to rank for. Uh, Danny has said uh, he, he was told to add meta keywords as it guarantees first page ranking. Uh, well, no. Uh, Melanie Fung has said, um, I had someone tell me about software that submits their site to 50 search engines every week and that this was a year ago, not 20. So yeah, um, I don't really, that's one of the kind of myths that I don't really see anymore, which is good, I guess, because that used to be a thing about, you know, people wanting to submit their site to search engines. But, you know, we're at the stage where, you know, there aren't that many search engines that really matter and they will find your sites. Um, Jason Landry says putting he was told putting an embedded Google map on the page will guarantee top map pack placement everything must be quote-unquote schemered keyword stuffing URLs is the key and this all this advice came from one person so some more great advice there uh, Matt Collins says not current one but being on Google Plus is the first thing that springs to mind from yesteryear. So uh, RIP Google+, Plus. Uh, hopefully those myths won't continue anymore. Uh, Barney was told, we need to post fresh content so that your main service page keeps their top ranking. No, no Barney, uh, we don't need to do that, do we? Brandon Bedner says, um, <laughs> smashing an iPhone whilst reciting a Google worshipping chant supposedly gets you to page one instantly. That's actually, I think, out of, the suggestions here one of the one of the most uh, sensible my contribution to this thread was um, I had <laughs> some developers tell me that site changes uh, which were causing errors on the site as they're being done were better to do during the day because Googlebot mainly crawls at night um, for, I was fortunate enough for someone at Google to back me up there that that wasn't true um, and help me out so these are some of the brilliant myths that have come up in this uh, thread by Helen. I'll put a link to the thread if you want to contribute your own or have a read through. Uh, if you're working in SEO, you probably some of these will make you smile and maybe some will make you face palm because we've heard a lot of these before. And it is 
it's still almost upsetting that they still come up nowadays in 2020 but it's a cool thread uh check it out I wanted to finish this episode talking about Google Web Stories and specifically a new WordPress plugin that's caught my eye. I don't really hear many people talking about Google Web Stories or AMP Stories. Uh, I think they're kind of cool and I thought it would be good just to give an introduction maybe to those that haven't heard of them. Um, and even if you're not particularly kind of deep into doing SEO and stuff like that, um, if you've got a WordPress site, this is now something that you'll be able to take advantage of and, and do quite easily. So the Google Web Stories, um, if we kind of rewind, they're an offshoot of AMP, AMP standing for uh, Accelerated Mobile Pages, which as a thing have been met with mixed reactions uh, from the web and SEO community since they were launched in, I think, about 2016. So AMP pages, accelerated mobile pages, are basically super lightweight pages that were putting mobile performance ahead of everything. And one of the offshoots of this AMP project was AMP Stories, which we're now calling Google Web Stories. If you use Instagram, um, if you're aware of Instagram, of Instagram Stories, that's the easiest way to think of Google Web Stories is that they're a bit like Instagram Stories or I think Facebook has has stories now. So you can find out a little bit um, more about the AMP project and about the stories at amp.dev. And again, as always, I'll put a link in the show notes to this. So the, the kind of fluffy intro to uh, Web Stories on amp.dev is this. Web Stories immerse your readers in fast loading full screen experiences. Easily create visual narratives with engaging animations and tappable interactions. The web story format, formerly known as AMP Stories, is free and part of the open web and are available for anyone to try on their websites. They can be shared and embedded across the web without being confined to a closed ecosystem or platform. Web Stories provide content publishers with a mobile-focused format for delivering news and information as visually rich tap-through stories. Web Stories offers a robust set of advertising options for advertisers and publishers to reach a unique audience on the web with immersive experiences. Doesn't that sound great? Um, there's a bit more of a specific uh, description in the developer documentation so again I'll give you a link to amp.dev and to the developer documentation so the developer docs say a web story is a visual storytelling format in Google search results that immerses the user in a tap through full screen experience web stories can also appear in Google images Google discover and the Google app and then they've got a little guide about how to prepare and enable uh, web stories for Google. So if you're in the UK and you're thinking kind of like, hmm, I haven't really seen these before, that's because a lot of the ways in which web stories are delivered uh, is still only available in the US at the moment, in US English. I'm absolutely sure it is something that will be rolling out to the UK. So these web stories can appear in search, but I think the the interesting thing is that it gives you 
uh, a much easier way to then maybe get into Google Images, get into Google Discover and get into the app because all of these things still have an audience of millions and it's a way for you sometimes to sidestep your competition instead of just you know butting heads and competing um, in search results this is a way that you can maybe um, get into easier softer territory and get some exposure without quite so much uh, time effort and money so the reason i wanted to talk about this today is that i know a lot of smes and a lot of the web obviously runs wordpress and there is a official wordpress plugin now for web stories which is made by Google and it's just gone into public beta. So beta, you know, public beta basically means that, look, it's not quite finished. All of the features are there that we think are going to be there, but there may be some tweaks, there may be some bugs. Um, but you can get this uh, from google.github.io. Again, um, if you go and look at our search note, uh, at our, sorry, at our podcast notes, the show notes at search.withcanda.co.uk, you'll have a link here to the WordPress plugin and it's super easy to install just like any other WordPress plugin. But what it will allow you to actually do is they've built a WYSIWYG, so a what you see is what you get uh, editor to build build these web stories and they provided with uh, you some really cool looking templates. So this means that you know with a very low kind of technical um, kind of bar, you can just install this plugin on WordPress like any other WordPress plugin. You've got a visual editor you can use to build uh, web stories which are going to be compliant with uh, the kind of spec that they need to be. And then if you're in the US, you can already appear across all of these uh, verticals. So web search, uh, images, discover and Google app. If you're in the UK, um, you can appear in web search. And then as these things appear, obviously you'll be placed um, to potentially be shown there. So if you're running a WordPress site, if you think um, web stories, that Instagram style kind of visual storytelling thing might be something you can do. So I can think of I can think of uses for pretty much every company for this, you know, um, whether it's recruitment or trying to, you know, show off a new product or service. There's always there's always going to be, I think, a use for this. But you can check it out nice and easy to install on WordPress. So that's everything I've got for you today. I will be back on Monday, the 3rd of August. So please tune in then and have a great week.